When we examine an individual person and his combination of Ruchnius and Gashmius, of Guf and Neshama, spiritual and physical, we see an interesting thing. A person begins life mostly Guf, very physical. We're almost completely a physical being. Our minds are hardly developed. We're babies, and we certainly don't determine minds. Our minds don't determine our actions. A person's goof, total physical self, call all the shots, totally, for a while. As we grow older, our mind develops and becomes stronger and more complex, each person according to their level of growth. But our physical self still rules, for the most part, and sways most of our choices and remains that way for quite a while. But if a person starts to learn Chachma, wisdom, meaning the Torah, and begins incorporating his learning into action and deeds and refining character traits, then we can begin to overpower our physical self and, be, be, and, and stop giving free reign to every desire that we have. We can become a spiritual thinking person. But the fact is that at its core, we are physical people, and our physical self is inordinately powerful. The guf is dark, it's unenlightened, it's chashuch, and of a nature which is very far from Hashem, and very unprepared to connect to holiness. It's rochlik from Kedusha. The neshama itself, although it is pure and elevated from a spiritual world, once it is placed within a guf, it forms an eternal connection, an eternal connection with that guf, and it is distanced from its essence to become an integral part of the human being, and it's mostly physical. It can only escape the overwhelming physicality with tremendous effort, utilizing enough power to overcome the energy of the guf that's natural to the physical self. Hashem decreed that the connection between neshama and guf is eternal. Even after a person dies, the neshama is still connected to the guf and will return to it upon Tchiyas HaMesim. So being that they have this relationship, the neshama is forced to struggle and weaken the power of the physical self to diminish the darkness of the chaymer and to enlighten and elevate the guf. With that, the neshama can rise and be enlightened by the Arha Alyan, the sublime light of Hashem, although it started out so dark and imperfect, being connected to the guf. Not only is the person himself primarily physical, but we also live in a very physical world. Everything around us is ultimately a physical and earthly thing, and we're bound to it, and we're bound by it. We have to eat, we have to drink, we have to work, we have to make money, and we have to be involved in all aspects of the natural world. And the, so the Nisham is not only struggling against the guf, it's also struggling against everything in the world, and everything that the guf has no choice but to be involved with. And here's the fascinating thing. The amazing wisdom of Hashem is that it's inherent in our creation and the whole world that there is a paradoxical outcome of this struggle. And that we'll see him as a Mir more about tomorrow.